This is the true story of two people who choose to do life together, make each other watch shitty movies and shows, and have their thoughts recorded for a podcast to find out what happens when they stop being polite and start getting real, my guy and me and some trash TV. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to My Guy and Me and Some Trash TV. Really doing this again? I guess so for our seven listeners, which I think at least two of them are us. No, no, no. I did not listen to this on my phone. So we have six listeners and you. (laughs) All right. Well, hello, everyone. Yeah, Yeah, you did a real bang-up job promoting this podcast. (laughs) I mean, we were traveling and, you know. It don't matter. Okay. You don't got the Instagram stories. You I gotta got get nothing. on it. I gotta uh, get on it. I know. I I'm on all the on all the TikTok pages for everybody that's doing all this stuff. So all right. Well, I don't have time to promote this show. I got an itchy ass leg. I got a seven year old in there acting seventeen at the Taylor Swift movie. I got a lot going on in my life. If you have not seen the Taylor Swift movie, whether you went to the concert or not, go. It but is an experience. Also, if you went to the concert. What the fuck do you do for a living, A? And B, how the fuck did you get tickets through Ticketmaster if you got them at face value? I need tips here. I am a Rams season ticket holder, and I got screwed out of Taylor Swift concerts every which way but fucking Sunday. Yeah. But the movie's great. Movie's accessible to the masses. I 10 out of 10 recommend seeing an IMAX or Dolby so that you feel like you're at the concert. And you actually probably get better shots of her performing and her backup dancers and everything like that than you would if you were in the nosebleeds at SoFi. No offense to anybody who was there. That's amazing. Yeah. uh, uh, You get some good shots of her for sure. And uh, you can see why Travis Kelsey is uh, hitting that. Yeah. 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 I would like to shake it off on her too if I was Travis Kelsey. (laughs) She looks banging. And I must also say if you're going to perform a three-hour concert where you're dancing that much, I don't know what her trainer has her doing because she's not out of breath at all singing and dancing and doing that for three hours. That's incredible. Yeah. Also, if you want souvenirs or I, you, know, you don't really think of going to the movie theater and getting souvenirs, but if you get there early, they got these popcorn buckets mm-hmm. with her face all over them. They got cups. It's like the Eras Tour poster for our listeners. Yeah, my kid we're is. Not a, my we're kid, not a video podcast just yet. Yeah, my kid is stoked for her AMC exclusive metal tin pink freaking Taylor Swift Eras Tour popcorn bucket. So she is loving life. Can you bang that phone any louder on the microphone? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just tapping it. I didn't think I could hear it. I can hear it. Our listeners can hear it. You're banging it in some poor woman's ear who's on the elliptical right now. She's sitting there and she's like, God damn. I'm sitting here trying to listen to these guys about Taylor Swift. And this woman, someone over there is banging on their phone. Like, pick it up off the table. Pick it up. Watch what happens. Now, now, now touch the screen. Go ahead. Do your tapping. You don't hear it. Put it back on the table. Try it again. Okay, sass. <laughs> sass. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we listened to episode one, and uh, I said I wasn't going to do anything. This is this is your King Caboodle, your whole show, your era's tour. <laughs> 
This is my era's tour. Yeah. So this is your era's tour. And I was the only one prepared with notes last time. I have come here with nothing but my dick in my hand, ready to lay down the color commentary. I am Jerry the King Lawler. You are Jim Ross. Good old JR. Good God Almighty. He's stomping a mud hole in him and walking him dry. That's for wrestling fans out there, but you were on there. You just look him up. So you're good old JR. You take it away. You lead us. Get us there, JR. All right. All right. All right. Um, all right. So we have covered episodes one through four. We got to now jump into the reveals and the Mexico trips. Yeah. We're going we're, we're gonna to hit, I think we agreed, all the remaining episodes except the wedding one. And in episode three, we're going to drop the wedding episode and the reunion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this this season, uh, there's not a lot going on. There's not because so many people got cut in in post. I think that's the issue. Because have you been keeping up with all the scandal drama? Yeah, I know that. I know about one of them. There's a girl who uh, I know about both of them actually because I actually listen when you talk. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Let me see if I can break this down for you. All right, so the first one is this girl named Renee. Oh, yeah. I remember the woman's name. I can't do that with all of them. <laughs> Believe me. Uh, <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> um, there's a girl named Renee, and she uh, got engaged to some bald dude with a beard who looks like uh, Andrew Whitworth from the L.A. Rams, just a younger version of him. That's a good comparison. Yeah, I know. I'm good at this game. Um <laughs> And I guess something happened between them that their story got cut. There's different versions of the story. One is saying that she she was dating someone while there, and now she's married to them. That's the one story. The other story is that he did some kind of abusive stuff to her while in Mexico or on camera, and they couldn't show it. That's numero uno. Then there's like some other people who are just completely cut from the show. Uh, they were in Mexico, and this lady is alleging that the dude she agreed to marry, they get to Mexico, and he comes out all Louis C.K. on her, like, here's my dick! And uh, she is oh, claiming... We're going to get canceled before we even get started. How is that? What, What you think Louis C.K. is going to listen to this fucking show? No. He, she come, yeah, I'm just breaking down the highlights here. That's he, true. he comes out, and... You know, and shows his dick or whatever unannounced to his fiance, and she's yelling sexual assault. I don't know what happened. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get too into that. But uh, yeah, am I right here? Did, did I get? Yeah, I think for the most part you got it. Uh, the only thing is with Renee and oh shoot, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. But with Renee and Andrew the, Whitworth's doppelganger. Yeah, and and. Lil Andrew, they were filmed for a good portion of the show. They got engaged. They went to Mexico. They made it all the way to the altar, all the way to the wedding day, to the point where Renee and her mom are in the episode where they're picking wedding dresses, and they've cut the show in, like, post-production so badly. It looks like she's there for Lydia, um, but she's not. She's wedding dress shopping for herself. But I heard that they got – they cut – them out because he was bringing girls back to their apartment. Yeah, he's got that dog in him. Woof, 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 woof. Nah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not endorsing it. I'm just saying 
that's a dude that's got some dog in him. You're bringing another woman back to yeah. your fiance's room and took him to the pool. That's how he got caught. He took the broad to the pool and someone who was on the show saw them at the pool and then knocked him out. I hadn't heard that. Actually, it's really interesting, but they're all living in the same apartment complex. So I don't know how he was that stupid to think he could get away with it. But listen, listen, as a man, I can tell you this. When you start thinking with your dick, you get real stupid real fast. All right. I can tell you, my dick has gotten me into some trouble here that this dead up here would have not gotten me in. Okay. So I can tell you firsthand as the man on this show, the male, I'm sorry, not the man. I'm not trying to say that like I wear the pants in this relationship. I'm more saying that as the person with male genitals uh, identifies as a male, trying to be inclusive to whoever might be listening here. uh, Yeah. uh, You do some really stupid shit when all the blood is going down there. Fair. Yeah. Make Make some questionable calls. About who you're doing things with, where you're doing them. You can get real brave real fast when all that blood's down there. So, he, he, and also, like, let's be real, as humans, it's a little fun to do something that you shouldn't be doing. It's only 21 days they live in the apartments before the wedding day. No, I'm not saying that, like, I'm just saying, like, he probably got enticed by, like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm going to do it. She's That's down. probably true. I think yeah. that was a big part of it is regardless of what went down or not, he then broke contract. So they were then scrapped from the from the show, but she's married now because it's public record to look up marriage licenses and she they filed one together, but then now she has one with another dude. So she's married. She did find her... Her one. Yeah, but they're they're saying that she was with that dude when she got on the show. There's a lot of he said, mm-hmm. she said going on here. Anyways, they got cut and, you know, they're pissed. And Carly's still tapping on her fucking phone on the table. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You're learning. It's okay. I'm new here. Yeah. New. I don't know what to do. It's okay. We, 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 we need a better surface to do pods on me. Maybe not the Ikea table is the great it's idea. living spaces. Oh, I am so sorry. That is actually very insulting to your table. Because fucking living spaces is legit. It's Ikea. step up from the beer pong table that I had for the first two years that I lived in my other yeah. apartment. Ikea is a Swedish hellhole that I will never step foot in again. That's where relationships go to die. Ikea is amazing. Yeah. Amazingly fucking awful. I love Ikea. Their meatballs are fucking bomb. Okay, no one's going to Ikea for meatballs. People go to Ikea for lunch. Their food is cheap as shit, and it's really good. Okay. You're putting our fans to sleep, our six fans. Wow. All right, well, then let's jump into these episodes. We already were. We're on Renee and Andrew Whitworth Jr. and uh, the other people, but so this season, they only focus on three couples who got engaged uh i think where we last left off it was uh doing the host job here uche uche got left in the pod when he was about to ask uh Aaliyah. Aaliyah, uh to marry him she bailed out which 
He ain't missing much. Good job, girl. Yeah. So they leave off with him finding out that she left, and then they make him or have him request of him. I don't know how to phrase that. They request of him that he is able to make that phone call, and he calls her. There's one phone call in jail, and he's making it to her. Mm-hmm. And it's just an awful conversation. It pretty much goes back to all of their arguments in the pods where he's blaming her. He's not taking accountability for the shit that he's saying. It's all it's all some bullshit. And she feels really guilty about leaving him. But at the same time, it's like, girl, run. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I understood his upsetness a little bit when she just bailed out without talking to him. I understood that. Um, there are certain things that this guy said. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think he's a huge jackass. But with that being said, I can see this jackass's point on certain things throughout the season when he brings them up where I'm like, oh, he's not a total jackass. He's just a little bit of a jackass. You got ringers on. You got all this going on. Who's hitting you up? What's going on? It's Who's hitting her group chat. I got notifications off. You got the ringer on. You're plugged in, hot to the mic, ready to go for sound drops. Freaking. Come on. I'm not good at this. It just started. It's okay. We'll take the train wheels off. Don't worry. So, uh, yeah, Uche, I get it. I get, I get some of this frustratedness. But like you said, yes, he's like putting the blame on her. But also, her communication kind of sucked on it a little bit, too, because the main reason she left is because of that Lydia brought, bringing up to her that, you know, all the stuff about him. I've seen his car. I've seen this. I've seen that. She's and seen his dick. I dropped the dick jokes on this show, <laughs> man. How dare you steal my material? I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds! You Carlos Mencia motherfucker. <laughs> oh my God. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but we, uh, anyways, uh, it was, uh, I, I, he's a jackass. And she, she's a non-communicative, like, ran for the hills when things got hard type of woman. And that, you don't want that. I'm sorry. It's, it's not a good thing to deal with. You don't want to deal with that. And I, I. I don't know. Continue. Continue, JR. <laughs> um, yeah. So they kind of wrap with that, and then they start with the couples in Mexico. Which is boring as shit, by the, the way. The Mexico episode is, I'm sorry, always worth skipping, in my opinion. I think it's worth fast. Well, no, because they, like, show some, like, Skinamax kind of sex scenes where they're, like, they're in the shower, but you can't see them, but you know they're touching each other's genitals. Like they show some Skinamax level uh, sex scenes in the in the, but a lot of times um, they show like a lot of group gatherings. They do, yeah. but they had to cut them this year. That, that's exactly they had to cut them because of Renee and uh, doppelganger Whitworth. Uh, His name is Carter. I found it in my notes. Okay, well I am already set on doppelganger Andrew Whitworth. Shout out to Andrew Whitworth, one of the greatest offensive linemen to ever play the game. Super Bowl champ, humanitarian. Anyways, continue. Um, so we catch up with the the couples finally in Mexico, 
And yeah, some seasons are better than others. Usually when there's been a love triangle and everyone makes it to Mexico, that's when those episodes are pretty good. Yeah, I like when they make it to Mexico and they all go to the... They usually have like a pool mm-hmm. party. Yeah. And you get like the first, you know, oh, I saw, uh, let's say, you know, let's say you and I matched in the pod. Oh, me and Carly matched in the pod. And then we, you know, we do the reveal and we get in there and we're like, oh, yeah, this is cool, whatever. Sorry, I shouldn't drink during these shows. I burp like a moment. Um, but let's say, but then you know, let's say Julianne over here. I was also vibing her in the pod, and Julianne Max with Bobby Joe over there. Uh, we go to the pool party, and I get to look at Julianne. That's kind of like what happens at the show. Yeah. It's like we didn't get that this year. We got none of that. None of it. None of the couples that matched had like any of the love triangles. So many people dropped out. So many people's storylines were cut. The Mexico episode this season was shit. Yeah, it was very boring. Uh, the only good thing we got from the Mexico episodes was... Hold on, let me see if I can get the names right. The, it's the blonde girl I like. Taylor? Taylor. And JP? Yeah. Woo! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where's the button at? <laughs> yeah. What happens when you give me access to the soundboard? I like. I hope the sounds are recording this time. Last time we had some good sounds, but yeah, we have we have dope sounds that got dropped all throughout the show, but they didn't record for some reason. Like I don't know why, but surprise, motherfucker, is what we got told when fucking <laughs> the show was airing, and none of the sounds were freaking dropping. Anyways, continue. Taylor and JP recap is, uh, she's the kindergarten teacher. She's 25. She's now matched with the firefighter, and they sound like a match made in heaven. They call each other sugar and sugar butt. Oh, yeah, sugar butt, because he kisses like ass. Uh, I want to circle back. I I do want to circle back to something when we finish the story. Okay. That has to do with Renee and Taylor uh, that I heard. Oh. But, oh, yes. No, no, no. No, 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 no. It's a little teaser. You gotta stick okay. around for this. This is good. This is real us. good. So JP and Taylor, their reveal is one of those awkward ones where for whatever reason you think they should match perfectly. We talked about this last time with the awkward kisses. Well, it doesn't get any better in Mexico. He is non-communicative. And I don't mean like he's struggling to talk about his emotions or you know, they're having a hard time talking about deeper things. He doesn't speak to this woman. She has, it seems like, so many questions and just normal questions. Like, what do you think about breakfast? And what do you want to do about this? And what do you think about that? And he'll give a one-word response. And mind you, they're there for days. That would be so incredibly awkward and isolating. And then every time she tries to bring it up and, like, have a conversation, like, hey, we're engaged. We're supposed to be getting married in three weeks. Are you ever planning on speaking to me? And he's like, there's time for that later. Like, what? I just, it's it's bizarre. And then you finally find out what his issue is. And he's had a complete breakdown from first meeting to where their relationship is a dumpster fire in Mexico. No, no, we found out why he kisses like ass is what we find out. Oh, yeah. Because he's he said that... <laughs> he's also gay, according to TikTok. 
seen some. I've seen some pictures. Okay. Well, they're all saying Will Smith is gay because uh, on on everywhere too, but we're not talking about his uh, heterosexuality. You're not here. We're talking about a his ass kisses, and b uh, apparently. So he drops to her, which I don't know if there's any dude listening out there. If you are, I apologize. But uh, what he's apologizing for, what he's apologizing for, what he gets upset about is uh, her coming out with so much makeup on on their first thing, and that's why he's not talking to her the mm-hmm. whole trip. Yeah, uh, I have a I have a little sound clip. Yeah, drop it. Let's go. Let's see. This. And then we come here. Is it not? So, what changed after the Podson? Yeah, what changed, JP? I understand that you tried to present yourself and look as best you could. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you would have presented yourself like this, without any makeup, it would have been better. So the way I looked made you communicate differently. It felt like you were fake. Ay, 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 So that's why the communication has been off and different. That's what started Because I felt fake. She had some makeup on. I think he goes on to say, because you had some cake on your face. <laughs> yeah, he basically calls her a cake face. And if you've been watching the show or if you haven't, she's honestly wearing a normal amount of makeup for being on national television. I would say even less than a lot of the girls. Like Stacy, who calls herself the freelance makeup artist with the horrific orange blush. Sorry, are you looking at me to talk about orange blush here? Or did you, would... No, I was, I, oh. it looked like you were going to say something about the two of them with the makeup. No, he just... Again, as the dude on this show, I don't think I've ever shown up on a date, a first date, and thought to myself, that girl has too much makeup on. I don't like her for that. Um, and I saw, like, when you come out for these meets, you're glammed up. Like, you're supposed to be... Let's be like prommed up, like nice suit, nice dress, like you're meeting the alleged love of your life for the first time ever. So you're supposed to be all glammed up. She did what every other woman on this show did. And when he's talking to her in that scene we just heard, uh, she's sitting there in her PJs and no makeup on. Now, I love you. Don't get me wrong. But you are in your PJs as we record this. Mm-hmm. If you showed up on our first date in your PJs with your hair in a bun, I don't know if we would have had a second date. I, which, again, it's like it's understandable. Like, not again, I agree with you. The context of, of love is not necessarily meant to be conditional in that way, but... It also goes against the experiment. Hey, JP, love is supposed to be blind. A hundred percent. And you're j- judging her off the first appearance. You are going away from the alleged experiment you signed up for, brother. And also, not only that, but what did you expect her to look like when she came out of the pods? Like, what she's going to look like when she wakes up every morning for the rest of your life? Like, you want to make sure that you know what you're getting? 
Yeah, I, I uh... And if you like her the way she looks now in the bedroom, well then why aren't you talking to her and, and why aren't you trying to fuck her? Yeah. Like what what are we doing here? You're in Mexico with the girl you're supposed to marry and you're sitting there and you're like, Well, the first time I saw you you had all that cake on your face. Man, you know what? <laughs> That's what we think of you, JP, punk-ass bitch. It's <laughs> kind of the punk-ass bitch. It's just, it's just odd. The whole situation with them is really awkward. The fact that she doesn't talk, the fact that, or the fact that he doesn't talk and she gets upset. And then she's trying to solve the issue and he's still just making excuses. So anyways, they end up breaking up. She actually leaves the room that night. And she goes to, like, she just packs all her bags and leaves the room. Which, I don't know why you have to pack all your bags and leave a room. But we find out the next morning it's because the engagement's off. They're done, though. They're, they're now out of the experiment. We haven't seen them the rest of the season. Oh, they do come back to the reunion. I do know that. Okay. Spoiler alert, they're coming to the reunion. Stay tuned for episode three of My Guy and Me. And some trash TV. Morgan Freeman really sounds good in our intro, by the way. We haven't mm-hmm. even touched on that. But but I did want to touch on this as the color commentator of this uh, episodic uh, thing we're on here. Um, so there's a rumor, another rumor going around about why stuff was cut. And I'm using the cut symbol here. Very, uh, he's, he's ironically... So, allegedly, which, if it you did it, cool, good on you. Like, hey, where's the footage of that, Netflix? <laughs> so these girls live in a pod, right? And they're trapped in there for like two weeks together, I think it is. Whatever, we, we didn't finalize that. But, allegedly, producers caught Renee and this Taylor girl uh, how to scissoring. <laughs> He's dropping the wrestling deep cuts from AEW. Scissor me, daddy ass. Freaking, they were scissoring. Allegedly. Which, hey, you know what? Nothing wrong. And you know what? They haven't committed to anyone on the other side. If they did, I don't know. Is it is it considered cheating if like if it's you're the same not sex? officially with that person, then hell yeah, I mean, they're, they're, out. I mean, they're talking to multiple people anyway. What if what if this happens on a future season of Love Is Blind? Two women fall in love on the same side of the pod, oh, and they go to Mexico. They get engaged. Oh, like oh. a behind, behind the scenes love story. That would be cool. And Netflix, get us some lesbos up in that thing. Uh, and uh, get them to fall in love on the same side of the pod. Let's get some real drama on this show. I can produce your stuff better Actually, than you can. A, like a bisexual season of the show would be pretty interesting where like everybody in all the pods are all potentially dating. But then I guess you can't separate people because you ha- live together. But Yeah, cool. I don't know. It could open up the... I'm just saying it could open up the options because I feel like this season was cast horribly. They're all so boring. I don't like any of them. Like, they all suck. I don't care if they find love. 
other seasons, I'm invested in that love story. There's a reason it took so long to drop episode two of this show, and that's because, well, A, we were traveling, and B, these people are so fucking boring. Mm-hmm. It's like, we didn't even want to, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't want to talk about these people. Yeah. They're boring as shit. But let's let's move on. Mexico was boring. JP and Taylor break up. They do, uh, but I had one more thing from Mexico. Okay, lay it on me. Okay. Um, Hit it, JR. Can we talk about how Stacy comes out of the bathroom at one point in her little white nighty, and you think, like, sexy time's going to happen, and instead, she tells Izzy that she's clogged the toilet again. Not like this has happened the first time. This is the second time, and she's giggling about it. Um... I have concerns because they're at a resort. I have clogged a toilet or two in my day. I don't think I've ever clogged a hotel toilet. You got to have some real power in there uh, to clog a hotel toilet. That or she uses like a whole roll of toilet paper to wipe her ass and flushes it all down at once. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't know what kind of stinkers this lady's dropping, but Izzy, there's already some red flags about her throughout the season that maybe you should run. And her clogging up toilets in Mexico is just the first one. And we can now can just continue with that. Yeah, you know what? I say instead of running down episode by episode, yeah. let's just run through these couples and the if there are any pros. We'll, we'll, we'll hit them. And then if there are already cons, well, well, there's a lot of fucking cons, let's be real here. <laughs> they, ra- a- they ran out of red flags on this season of, ne- of Netflix's Love is Blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what colors make red on the wheel? Uh, or- red is a primary color. Excuse me. I That was like second grade. I don't remember that. Um, yeah, so... Uh, let's, let's, let's get to Izzy and, and Stacy. So. I hate them. We've, we've established you hate everyone on the show. We've established I hate everyone on the show. Okay. Uh. Okay, let me ask you this. Between the two couples that remain, Izzy and Stacy and Milton and Lydia, which two do you hate the least? I, which couple, I should say. Is this like a gun to my head situation? Because I yeah. can't think I'm gonna of... I'm going to start firing. Uh, uh, I think uh, Lydia and Milton. Okay. It's just because Milton's such a nice guy, right? Yeah. Okay. It's only Milton that's saving the, the entire person. season. Milton uh, is carrying the weight of the season on his shoulders. Yeah. This guy, he's carrying on his back into the end zone. Um, so, Izzy and Stacy. Uh... They get back from Mexico, and you, after she clogs a toilet or two, and she starts hitting him with stuff about money. And this, to me, is like a major red flag. She clearly makes more money than he does. And she starts asking about savings and all this stuff, and uh, then... Asked and like she's remodeling her home and asked that if they get married, is he gonna help cover the cost of that? And he said, Well, if I'm gonna live here, yeah, I'm gonna cover the cost. So he answers that question first. 
He's going to go help it. He's going to pitch in for the house that he's just moving in to to help remodel it. Then she asked, what about like dinners and stuff? Like, how do you feel that should be? And he goes, I think it should be like 50-50. Like, sometimes I pay, sometimes you pay. And she's like, yeah, I don't buy my own dinners when I'm with my man. My man should be taking care of me. Uh, my money's my money. And you should be spending your money on my dinners, is basically what you tell me. I think that's such bullshit. Yeah. I would have left the experiment right there, I think. It then is only... That... that The theme with them is all money. Mm -hmm. With her. Every episode is about money. It then gets heightened to a new level when he goes to meet her parents. And... I'm just picturing the, like the photo of him where his feet don't even touch the ground. Yeah. <laughs> She's her, when he's talking yeah. to her dad. But, but as for starters, the dad doesn't say anything the entire time. They're, they're He's with her sisters and the mom, and they're interrogating him, and the dad's just sitting there. And then we get the, so you think we should go talk one-on-one? He's like, yeah, dad, new dad, I want, let's go talk. Me and my ball yeah, he has, he's got a lot of daddy issues as it is. So they go outside, and they talk, and the dad drops on him that my baby girl expects to fly first class and expects elaborate dinners, exquisite dinners, whatever word he used. Uh, And uh, yeah, if you can't provide that for her, then I'm going to have to provide it for her. And it's just... This bitch makes money. She can't buy anything for her fucking self. No, she does. I think that's why she has like her house and is fixing up that house and all this shit. But I, I don't know. I think it's ridiculous that she is expecting him to walk in and not only start paying half her mortgage, but for all of these home repairs that he wasn't financially expecting to have to pay for. But I'm, I'm just saying that you can't like take turns picking. Like, you're. You're moving in together, or you're getting married. I mean, a lot of people... It just depends on the people. A lot, I mean, if you're that concerned about fucking money and him paying for whatever, then just do joint accounts. Then all his money's mixed with your money, and it's all your money. But I don't think I she mean, wants yeah. that. I think she wants her money, his money. They split the bills evenly 50-50, but then he has to pay for everything else. And that's bullshit. Yeah, it sounds like she wants... She wants her financial independence because she's afraid of what could potentially happen, but she doesn't want him to have any financial independence. And I think that double standard is bullshit. Then we find out that uh, he has some credit card debt that he allegedly lied about to her, and she loses her shit over that. Can we talk about when he's like, it's like $3,500. It, that bro, at a zero. Like, that's not $3,500. There's no way that you're, you were that afraid yeah. to tell her about $3,500 worth if, of credit card if debt. If you're arguing over $3,500 of credit card debt, uh, you need to reevaluate your life. Uh, that can be paid off real easy, real fucking quick, I think. Especially if you're getting, I'm assuming you're making some money off Love is Blind. I think, yeah. you, can, uh, I think you can pay off that credit card pretty quick there, brother. So... Uh, oh, we do have to tackle one more thing with them. And I think we have to tackle it both with both couples. Like this just, just, it just gets us through fucking everything. Cause this season's boring as shit. So there's a giant like group party. Oh yeah. 
And both members of both couples have altercations with uh, people that they were interested in in the pot. And we're gonna cover since we're on Stacy. No, no, no. Izzy, I, yeah, I was gonna jump into that next. So yeah, let's let's talk about Stacy and Izzy. You go ahead and lay that down for me. What happened with Izzy and Johnny? So Johnny comes to uh, remind me of the Johnny Carson show. Here's Johnny. Um, anyway, she shows up with her boyfriend, who is the guy that she had broken it off with in the pods. The player Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playboy, Playboy Chris. He is now her official boyfriend, and they show up to the party together. Um, and then she and Izzy have a horrible conversation where he basically talks at her the whole time and is just framing her like the shittiest person and not acknowledging that he plays any part whatsoever in why they didn't work out and all this shit. They're just like... It, they're fucking annoying. Like, he, I can't stand him. Yeah, he starts telling her that she's, like, the worst person and everyone hates her. Then, mm-hmm. like, starts going in on her relationship and, like, he's like, you lied to me. You said I was your number one. You were telling Chris that he was your number one. And she's, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm trying to remember what she said, but, like, I, I think she was very honest with both of them when, throughout her process. So... I don't think that they have any ground to stand on. He does at least. It doesn't at least. She, I think, was like kind of blindsided by him. And also like, bro, why do you care? Like, what do you have to care about this girl like who you dumped? And now what? Because she's dating some dude you met three weeks ago in a fucking pod. You can tell that he's really regretting his decision once he sees what she looks like. And he wants to make himself feel better about choosing Stacey because I think in the back of his mind, he is having a lot of doubts with all the financial pressure he's now under. And so he wants to reframe things. And then the way he communicates to Stacey is pretty shitty too because he's like, oh, baby, I love you. I'm so glad that I chose you because you're not Johnny and Johnny's crazy. And Stacey's like, can you just love me for me? Yeah. And then, not yeah. And then the party continues and there's other drama going on. But the Stacy girl then attacks Johnny mm-hmm. and starts jumping in on her. And they get in an argument. And this Johnny girl's getting it from both ends. And she's like, what is everyone's problem with me? Like, because we were interested in the same dude, like, it, it's, it's just catty bitch bullshit. And, like, I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird the way the dude was jumping down her throat. Like, it's like, bro, clearly you still have some feelings there and you're upset that She's dating someone else is clearly the way it came off. Well, and that was the thing that Johnny even warned him about in the pods was, I think that you and Stacey are only talking about fun stuff and having fun together in the pods. I think you should be worried about what it's going to look like in the real world. And she was 100% right. And he hates that she was right about that because that's where all the financial bullshit's coming from because Johnny maybe was bad mouthing him in the pods like, oh, he's got a bad credit score and he's got debt and this and that. But... She was speaking the truth that she knew. Yeah, so... I don't know. So, yeah, that's kind of the last we see of uh, Johnny on this season. I'm, I'm hoping she's at the reunion, personally. Uh, I don't know if you know that or not. But uh, let's get into... Should we get into Milton and Lydia, your favorite person, Lydia? So, 
they're kind of a different story. I don't know, man. I'm not really paying too much attention when they're on the screen because she's annoying and he's kind of, you know, I know he's got a Pokemon thing he likes. Um, I know that his family is like, his sister's on his ass about why you're, why are you getting married? Oh, his family's pissed that he's on this show. And they're really hard on Lydia. The only time I've ever felt bad for her is when she has to meet his family because it does not go well. They are not supportive of her at all. They think that she's going to ruin his life and all this stuff. But Yeah. So, um, shit. I mean, I don't really know what to talk about them because they're just a fucking train wreck all around because of her, mainly. It's all her. And then the thing is, they're totally fine until Uche shows up at this party. Yeah, so that's the other run-in at the party is Uche, and Uche brings Lydia aside, and he wants to talk to her, and it just slowly starts to escalate, and he, you start to find out more stuff about Lydia and her being on the show, and it kind of insinuated that she knew he was going to be here, and she maybe tried to force herself on the show to try to you know, get him back, I would say, is kind of insinuated in certain things. Uh, you also find out that she's a bit of a fucking wacko. Uh, that's just my words here. I'm not going to speak for Car over here. But uh, I don't know. If I had people, Uche said has screenshots of messages from people who were going through their stories and Lydia is looking at their stories and yeah. doesn't follow them. And multiple people text Uche and is like, the only person that she follows that I know is you. Do you know this person? He's like, yeah, I'm dating them. She's going around to various women. This that was Uche, after they finished dating. This was like during, I think. It might have been both Whatever. the way I understood it. Yeah. But... Uche is presenting this evidence to her and is presenting the way she came off to Aaliyah and she loses her shit. She's going around yelling, Milton! Milton! Milton, where are you? Come here, boy! Like, she's calling out Milton's name like he's a dog. And Milton's just like, what the hell is going on? Milton then steps in the room and, because he gets Lydia back in there to finish the conversation, Uche does. And Milton's like, he's like, hey, I got to talk to her. And he's like, all right, well, we have somewhere to be in exactly 10 minutes. And it's like, what plans did you make in the <laughs> yeah. middle of the Love is Blind cocktail party? Yeah, they have to be there in 10 minutes. Uji's like, really? You guys have to leave in 10 minutes? Like, and even calls them out. But he's like, whatever, I'll respect your time. Yeah. I can wrap it up in 10 minutes. So we get, like, just this huge argument between them. Uche then goes out and, like, tries to talk to the girls, and the, some of the girls start jumping down his throat, and one of them, excuse me, there's, like, an argument between him and one girl. I forget mm-hmm. her name. Uh, it might have been Amelia, maybe? I think it's, like, Melody, something like yeah. that. Uh, there's an argument between Uche and her, and I heard that, damn, Coors Light... <laughs> The only reason they're arguing is because, um, or one of the reasons they're arguing is because Uche, um, um, this girl was supposed to get engaged to someone, mm-hmm. and Uche talked the dude out of <laughs> proposing to her. So she lost her shit on Uche over this. Well, and it's because 
in the pods and there's like a bunch of videos I wish now I wish I had a clip of that where she's talking about what her job is and she's like well I work abroad but in two weeks I'm moving here but I work in the science field and I studied science but now I'm doing something else and this and that and it's like what is her job and nobody can pinpoint it so everyone in on the other side of the pod thought that she might be like being disloyal or she is an OnlyFans star. Anyways, yeah. Oh, what? Hold on. Oh. That's all what people right. are saying that because she couldn't give a straight answer on what her job uh, was. All right. Yeah, because that's where we're going with this podcast. Don't work out as OnlyFans. So, uh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's not entirely a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so they get in this huge fight. Lydia loses her shit, walks out, starts talking to the girls, crying. Uh, he Uche gets a hold of Milton and starts telling, starts showing him the text. Just letting you know, bro, this is what's going on. He's All, got receipts. Yeah, he's got screenshots and texts and receipts. And he's like, dude, look at this text. She sent a picture like outside his house, like, I see you. Like, like she's like, I was driving by and I was joking. I'm like, were mm, you? Were you really? You and I have dated uh, for almost three years now. And you never once drove by my house and took a picture and went, I see you. <laughs> I don't think I ever drove by your house if I wasn't going there. Yeah. So I don't understand the logic of that, I'd, I've never had anyone do it to me. If they did, I would move. I would run. <laughs> I would start a whole new fucking life. I, I don't blame you. I 100% agree. It's weird. And I think that was one of the other things that Uche talks about is that she was in a really bad place when they were dating. And so he didn't want to, like, I don't know, mess up her reputation on the show. And he knew Milton was a good guy. But fuck, man, she's... She's crazy. Yeah, she's goddamn lunatic. So, I mean, what else you got in your notes? You got things written down. Did we cover everything you have written down? Yeah, we or? covered pretty much everything. Oh, thank God. Right, we're, good. we're good here. Yeah, so these these are the couples that are going into getting married. Uh, I don't know. I hope everyone says no. I think, I, I, I think everybody's going to say no. I have a pretty... But I, that's why I think the reunion's actually going to be real good. I hope everyone says no. I hope there's not a year later... Uh, a uh, special? Oh, my God. These year later specials have been awful. But the good news is they're releasing Love is Blind UK. Oh, you sound like you're from London. Yeah, that's next. Oh. I'm on a board. Those London You're Brits. on a board. <laughs> oh, we're going to watch some Brits get down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They say, because they call each other cunts and stuff. No, I'm excited. Australians. No, Brits say do that cunt. too. Brits do that too. Right. Don't they? I'm pretty I, it's sure. It's only Americans. It's Americans are the only ones who are up, up, stuck up about cunts, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Aussies love the word cunt. Like, being called a sick cunt in Australia is, like, the highest form of compliment. I got called a cunt by someone from a cunt of the country, and I was like, thank you. country. Another country. <laughs> <laughs> country. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I don't know, man. Uh, are we... Yeah. yeah, if you're still listening, man, thank you. Yeah, if you're one of our... You must be listeners. related to us or love us a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> 
Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> well, with that being said, we'll be back for episode three where we shittily review the uh, reunion and the wedding episodes. Uh, like we said, we hope everyone runs from everyone in this goddamn episode. I hope I hope people don't even show up. I hope, uh, I hope people... I. <laughs> Honestly, I hope we get the most awkward weddings we've ever had. Like, honestly, it's 1130 uh, while we record this. We just got back from Taylor Swift. Uh, I just started drinking when we got home. And uh, no, I'm not going to lie. We might go put on this fucking wedding episode. <laughs> we're going right to watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, and we're going to wait till Sunday when, when the reunion drops. Yeah, we're going to watch the reunion when we get back from the Rams game. And then record this pod and get it out to the world. Probably... Uh, Oh, I can't Monday. I got another. Sh- I got another podcast commitment. On he has Monday. a better podcast. That one's got like twenty listeners. I promote it. We're gonna get more. We're gonna get like that one. Number. Shout out to the Blue Collar Happy Hour because y'all should be listening to that. That's yeah. that's a good one. That's right. I say the word "cunt" fifty times more on that show than I do on this show. If you enjoy me saying the word "cunt," I'll say it again. "Cunt." Cunt. <laughs> cunt. Uh, it's just a word. It's 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 meant in good humor. It's not like I'm dropping n bombs on this show because that would be fucked up. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just a word. Let's get let's bring it back. Let's take the word back. Let's take the power back. Yeah, just, ladies, let's take the word back. Yeah, yeah. Go around calling all your friends. Hey, what's up, my cut? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna say bye for this week. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we out. Thank you for listening to my guy and me and some trash TV. Tune in next time. Same part time. Same trash TV channel.